In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be comfortable. Which seems like an odd thing to say, doesn't it? It's, um, it looks different to look out at you, to see your masks, to see orange tape on the pews. Um, for those of you who can't see that, maybe it's good. It's, it is a little bit disconcerting. Um, and yet, nevertheless, here we are, um, back in this building. And I want to be careful to say we're back in this building, not to say we're back at church. Because this pattern of being summoned and sent hasn't stopped at all. As Shannon reminded us, right when all of this started, there's no such thing as a virtual church. Summoned and sent. There's a story I just remembered, not the story I used at 8 o'clock, but I think it's a better story. The story goes that when Mother Teresa and her, and her nuns first got to Calcutta, they were overwhelmed. And I've never been to Calcutta, but I can imagine with not only millions of people in the, in the density of that population, but also the, the overwhelming human misery and suffering and need. It was just crushing. And I remember hearing stories that they could barely get out of the front door without tripping over someone who needed their care. But in the midst of that overwhelming, crushing human need, what they found is that they needed to go back at least once a day. And it wound up being six times a day. They would go out into the streets, and then they would take a break and go back in for prayer. And then... Having been refreshed, they would be able to go back out for a while. And then they would need to come back in. You see that pattern? The going out and the coming in? That pattern happens in our lives, too. I, can, I like to think of families sitting down and having an evening meal together, sharing what they did during the day, being nourished, not just with the food, but with the companionship sharing what they learn, what they're confused by, maybe learning from one another, resting, and then the next day, wow, they scatter again, only later to come back together. Don't we see Jesus doing that throughout his earthly ministry as well? Going out, proclaiming the good news that the kingdom is near, teaching in the synagogues, curing every sickness and disease, but then also the need to return, to find some quiet space, sometimes with friends, so that then he too could be re-nourished, rejuvenated, to go out back into the world. This being summoned and sent is the pattern of discipleship. And we hear that in Mark's gospel today. Notice that Jesus is doing what God sent him to do. Remember, Remember, the church doesn't have a mission. God's mission has the church. Sometimes we think like to think that we've got a mission, but the truth is God's mission has us. And Jesus was doing that mission. He was teaching and preaching. He was proclaiming this way of God's love as the way that does transform the world this new kingdom, this new way of being. And 
He was curing every sickness and disease, personal and societal. And when he's suffering with, when he is sharing in the pain of the world, when he has compassion for what he sees, he knows that he needs help. And so he comes back and says, wow, they are harassed like sheep without a shepherd. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So pray, pray that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers. I wonder how much time elapsed before the next verse occurs. Because Jesus apparently hears the answer to the prayer for more laborers. What does he do? He summons the disciples. He calls them in. And he authorizes them. I can't help but think of Barney Fife. He, they were deputized. Deputized. Not just to do anything, but to do the things that Jesus was doing. To go out and to proclaim the good news of this reign of God. And by doing so also, to have the power cast out the demons that haunt us and cure the sicknesses that debilitate us, doing the very work of Jesus. I love the way that Matthew says that Jesus summoned the disciples. But in that sending out, they become apostles. He calls disciples. He sends forth apostles. This coming in and the going out is the natural pattern of following Jesus. A disciple comes in to learn from the master, to be shaped more in the image of the master, our Lord, and then we are sent out to put that into practice, to do the very work of God, to do the work of the church, the body of Christ in the world. That's what the church is, the body of Christ in the world. But what is this church, this building? Is it a church? Of course. But it's, it's more. This coming in is more than that. This is the way I've kind of come to understand in this pattern of of, of going out and coming in, it's kind of like the circulatory system. Now, I know we have at least one doctor in here, so, so I'm not going to call on you to correct me. I would call on you not to correct me, but the, the general idea is, as I understand it, is that the heart um, is just a pump, basically. And it sends the blood out rich in oxygen and nutrients and hormones. And that blood goes out to every single cell to bring life to every single cell. And in doing so, guess what happens? It gets depleted because it also picks up all sorts of waste. And so that blood doesn't stay out there, does it? It comes back. It comes back to the heart so that it can be inspired 
rejuvenated, reoxygenated by the lungs. And so then it can go back out again. The sending out and the coming in, that's the role of our congregation, the heart. But, but what I hope we have learned in these three long months is that the heartbeat hasn't stopped. We've continued to gather in worship. We are continuing to gather in worship, not just within the bricks and mortar of this building. This heart of the church has continued to nourish us, to inform us, to commission and authorize us so that we can do the work of the church. We can go out, we come in. Whether we come into this building today or we tune in on your iPads or laptops right now or later today, wherever it is, that is happening. We're coming in. But please don't forget that we're coming in so that we can go out. Now, we've seen in the past three months all manner of suffering and illness. We've seen all types of death and disease, haven't we? Some of it is personal. Some of it is biological. A lot of it is bigger than that. It may be more personal for some of us. It's more societal. But all of that disease, all of that illness, all of those demons that continue to haunt us can be cast out by this love of God, this reign of God that is so near to us. Jesus knows that we are like sheep without a shepherd. He has compassion for us. And he needs us not only to come in, but to go out. If the church is the body of Christ, the big church is the body of Christ. Our congregation is the heart. And we, though, are the blood that comes in and goes out. Jesus summons and sends. That's our work. Because we know that, right? If, the, if all the blood just went to the heart and just kind of got really comfortable there, tried to just stay in there, that wouldn't work, would it? Clotting would take place, and we know what that does. And by the same token, if the blood just went out to those extremities, to all those cells, and never came back to the heart, they would die. We need to be both, summoned and sent. And what I hope we've learned is that we can be summoned in many different ways. We can gather in lots of different forms. And that transformation, that commissioning, that authorizing, that rejuvenation and reoxygenation, that inspiration can take place in many different forms. And likewise, we can go out and be the body of Christ proclaiming the kingdom and curing all those illnesses and sicknesses, large and small, if we remember that that's our work too. So as we leave, I encourage you to think about the church differently. 
to think about the congregation as a heart that both brings us in and sends us out. To recognize that it takes all of us. And if you think about those 12 apostles and how separate and different, how unlikely they are to be able to stay in the same room together, it's a pretty good model for the church too. Remember too that just like a heart, a good steady rhythm is important. Coming, being, gathering, however, it, whatever form it takes on a regular basis is important. And there are times where our heart rate goes up, doesn't it? Moments of crisis and danger in our lives sometimes. Gathering however we are able to gather may need to be more frequent than Christmas and Easter. <laughs> or even every Sunday. But regardless, to do this work, we have to come in and we have to go out. So remember, as we go out, I'm reminded of what a church supposedly had at the door as the last thing people saw as they left. Our liturgy is ended. Our service continues.